Hi, everyone. Welcome to Face to Face, a UC Davis podcast featuring students, staff, and faculty innovators. I'm your host, Chancellor Gary May. Stay tuned for my next guest. Hi, my name is Orlia Garnotti, and I'm originally from Miami, Florida. I have held a deep passion for saving the lives of animals since childhood. In 2020, I moved to UC Davis to pursue my enthusiasm for veterinary medicine. One of my primary goals was to engage in various clubs, organizations, and research opportunities to observe all the experiences that Davis has to offer. My passion for the veterinary profession, particularly in aiding animals in need, is unparalleled and is complemented by my deep affection for our campus community. Hi, Orly. Welcome to Face to Face. Happy to be here today. I'm glad you're here, and we're really happy to have a student from our top-ranked animal science program here with us to share some of your experiences. And speaking of which, during your time here at UC Davis uh, as an animal science major, can you tell us about some of your more valuable experiences that you've had? Yeah, some valuable experiences that I've had was definitely becoming president of the Vet Aid Club for now two years. And this leaves me the opportunity to mentor my students, my members, and as well as been a part of many research opportunities on campus at the vet school. So I just want to show the world how amazing this this research opportunities that we have at UC Davis are. Well, thank you so much for the mentoring. That's so important. I say this to everybody who listened to me, mentoring, being a mentor, having a mentor, really important. Um, Tell me about those experiences both inside and outside the classrooms and laboratories and how they've prepared you for your future career in veterinary medicine. Yeah, I think I really value the mentorship aspect of things, especially communication and networking. So being able to become president of this club and showing my members the same opportunities that I've had in the past and just leading them to success has been super valuable for me, as well as the research aspects. I um, was able to go out of my comfort zone, especially from moving across the um, the states and coming here and just opening myself to new opportunities because you never know where new opportunities could lead you to. That's exactly right. And, and given all that, what advice would you give to a younger student who wants to follow in your footsteps? And um, how do you tell people how to stay motivated? How do you stay motivated? That's a great question. I ask myself the same thing every day. Um, I would tell a mentoree or someone who I want to um, influence in the future would to be was to be um, definitely say something like, just keep your head up high. I know sometimes it can get tough, but just moving forward and trying new things because you never know. You can't say I don't like something unless you try it and really um, put your fo- your foot forward and just take a new step. Take a risk. Take a risk. Yeah. yeah, take a risk at it. Yeah, and then you may find out something that's really fulfilling exactly. for, for your career, for your life. Exactly. Um, now, I understand you worked as a research assistant, undergraduate research assistant in some of the labs. Uh, tell me about that and what unique opportunities that has provided for you as a researcher. Yeah, before coming to Davis, I never really had any research opportunities, and I thought that Davis would be the number one place to try some research out, and that's what I did. I got in contact with um, 
a PI here during my first quarter at Davis as a freshman during COVID. So that was definitely difficult to do, but I was able to do that and get my foot in the door and just being able to do uh, toxicology research. And now that I'm doing uh, glioblastomas uh, for human research as well has been super amazing and has motivated me to continue doing research as well as presenting at really big conferences and just trying to spread the word about what my research um, is trying to get towards. And hopefully we can save some lives. That's going to be really valuable experience for your graduate career and your professional yep. career. So I applaud that. We like all of our students to try to get involved in undergraduate research if they can. Um, you've also been involved in many clubs and organizations on campus. Um, how do you think those experiences have enhanced your time here at Davis? Yeah, I was able to make lifelong friends throughout those times. I was able to practice my leadership skills as well, trying to lead a team of like 20, 30 officers at a time. Uh, trying to communicate with people as well, not only focusing on my pre-vet side, but as well as my communication side, my uh, business side as well, um, especially minoring in that really helped me to put two and two together. And I was just really uh, fortunate about doing all of this and trying to combine all of them and seeing where the future holds. Yeah, that just gives you a more holistic and well-rounded undergraduate experience. Yeah. So that's really, really great. Now, eventually you're going to graduate. Yes. And you're going to go into the real world and have a real job and all those sorts of things. Uh, what is your dream job after your education is over? Oh, that's a good question. I really love research and I really love veterinary medicine as well. So I hope that one day I could put two and two together and hopefully do a DVM, PhD program in Davis or wherever um, life leads me to. Uh, but I just want to continue this process that I already started. Okay. Well, we wish you the best of luck with that. Thank you. Uh, I want to switch gears a bit. We have a segment of the face-to-face -face show we call Hot Seat. Yeah. You're on the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> and what that means is I'm going to ask you some rapid-fire questions, and we're looking for a one-word or one-sentence type of answer. Perfect. You ready? You ready. Okay, here we go. Favorite animal? Ooh, dogs. Dogs. Okay. Yes. Uh, who is your biggest inspiration? Oh, gosh. Um, I would say my mentors back home. I think that they sacrificed so much for for them to be where they are today. And they taught me so much. And they guided me throughout this whole path of being a, a pre-vet student and hopefully one day a veterinary student. And just they've been teaching me since day one how to be myself here and how to continue growing. Yeah. So once again, mentoring. Yes. So important. So important. Uh, best thing about UC Davis? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would say that the best thing about UC Davis is definitely the research programs. They really value the student and they really want you to succeed in the future. That's a great answer. And I agree. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite place to go for vacation? Ooh, I'm a really big traveler. So I traveled around all of Europe. So I would definitely say Iceland because they do have a lot of animals out there as well. And the nature is just so gorgeous. And I love riding horses as well. So there's a really great place to ride horses. And everything is untouched. So everything is supernatural. And it's just beautiful to be there. I have never been to Iceland, but I have heard many people recommend it to my wife and I to go because it's somewhat misnamed, right? Yes. Because it's called Iceland, but it's actually fairly warm. It's a volcanic <laughs> yeah. island. And yeah. it's a very nice uh, environment there. Uh, okay, last question. I ask all my guests this because I like to know these things. Uh, what's at the top of your playlist right now? Ooh, I love Spanish music. So my mom is originally from Ecuador and my dad is from Argentina. So I listen to a lot of Spanish music. I love the rhythm. I love the uh, mood that it puts me into. It's always a good mood. I'm a, I'm a really positive person in general. So just having that playlist when I'm going to class 
podcast or when I'm doing research really just gets me back in the mood and making me happy all the time. Okay. That's another place I'd like to go is Galapagos, uh, yes, Ecuador. So, yes. um, uh, so uh, now your turn. You can ask me any questions you like. Yes. I was going to ask you, since I'm an out-of-state student, I was just wondering how do you think that the out-of-state the out of state tuition would be stabilized, especially with California support? So um, I don't know if any tuition is ever stabilized. And I have to give this disclaimer that tuition is controlled by vote of the Board of Regents, so I'm not involved, so just in case people are wondering. Uh, but uh, the reason why out-of-state tuition is higher is because California residents pay state taxes in right. California. So um, I, I think there's some uh, uh, understanding that uh, students that come from other states should pay a little bit more, and we really just try to have the expenses match uh, uh, the, the, the costs. So... Um, when things go up for us, materials and supplies, utilities, et cetera, uh, salaries right. uh, for the professors, uh, classrooms, laboratories, facilities, uh, we have to cover that. And, and one of the ways we do that is, is through tuition. And we expect the out-of-state students to cover their fair share, which is a little bit more than the in-state students because of the uh, California tax situation. But we try to be fair. I know it doesn't <laughs> seem like that from the student perspective or the parent perspective, but we try to be fair. Yeah, and I really value the scholarships that Davis um, offers as well for the out-of-state students. I think that really helps trying to stabilize. We're trying to have uh, you have an educational experience that transforms your life. So you can't do that if we charge too much money. That's true. That's true. (laughs) And my second question would be, how do you foresee or do you foresee any requirements for undergraduates to be able to participate in research opportunities before graduation? You know, that's a great question, too. I don't know that we'll ever require it and make it mandatory, but we do strongly encourage it. I think, as you've described right. in your experience, it makes your uh, time at UC Davis that much more meaningful. And you kind of understand why your classroom learning, how it's applied and why you're learning what you're learning in the classroom uh, and then prepares you for either graduate school or uh, professional experience. So um, we will continue to strongly encourage it. We're very proud of the fact that um, uh, a, a large number of UC Davis students have an experience as an undergraduate doing research and, and think we'll continue along those lines. So Yeah, that sounds great because I got my best opportunities um, doing research, op- doing the research projects that I've been involved in, as well as, like you mentioned before, being able to not only learn um, in the in-class basis, but also, as well as putting it into action from everything that I've learned in my lectures and then applying it to research that same day really helps put things together and make me a stronger um, student in the future as well. And I can I can testify to that as well. I was yeah. once an undergraduate researcher <laughs> way back when the earth was cooling and I was an undergrad. Uh, it's been great having you here early and talking with you. I uh, really enjoyed hearing about your time here at Davis and looking forward to what the future is going to bring for you. Best of luck in those future endeavors. Thanks to everyone for listening. Tune in next time on Face to Face. Go Ags!